cooking with lawyer talk off the record on the air lawyer talk off the record on the air it's sort of gone in a different direction but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it um we got master chef master barbecue chef is that you mm-hmm. well i'm a master of something i'm not sure what it is <laughs> the master master of none you know i um i th- i do classical guitar I, you know, I realize how much how bad I am at it when I go to this guy. He teaches me what I'm doing. He's teaching me music theory and everything else. So I, I got this music. I, I love classical music. Always have, and particularly like classical guitar music. So I'll take a piece to him and I'll say, I, I sort of bring it, and it's on the table or what, where at his, his old studio. It's like Via Lobos or something, and he just sort of shakes his head. Not yet. Like I don't get to play that yet. And I he some stuff he does. I push him a little bit, but this is sort of how I felt when my son, my 11 year old. I cooked pork for yeah. for them over yeah. Memorial Day, following the rest. And I've cooked plenty of, of shoulders and butts. Whatever I, I've cooked plenty of it. If but, anybody didn't catch that, you gave some good detail about how to cook some pork. Am I? You're just not talking to the old up? mic. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. So look back at the Memorial Day, but now we're post Memorial Day, and Steve and I did in fact both smoke some shoulders. So, so that, that is like, mine turned out awesome. But do you know what that is? That's like the, I don't want to call that the beginner book. But then I sort of feel like the brisket, which is what my 11-year-old says. Uh-huh. Yeah, but dad, what about the brisket? You told me you were going to cook a brisket. And I said, well, I got this guy, Jerry. He goes, Jared, I know Jared. I said, yeah, I know you know him. And he's going to tell us how to cook the brisket. And to me, that sort of feels like Via Lobos. I don't know if I'm ready because the brisket's easy to cook it's and like it's easy to screw kid. up. It's like the karate kid, man. You know, Karate Kid, he has him doing the wax on, wax off. Wax I'm not on. doing this. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, didn't you learn anything when you were doing the pork shoulder? Now it's brisket time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just feel like you can take a brisket and even go to one of the, I'm not going to name any of the fancy or famous barbecue places here in central Ohio. But you get the brisket, it is often dry. It is often yeah, less than savory. The brisket is is a very difficult one to smoke. It's a very difficult one to get through. But it'll go along pretty much the same way that I told you to do the pork, except for we'll have a mop sauce instead of spraying it with apple juice. Oh, you got to Get yourself a nice Guinness, open it up, pour it into container. Then you're going to get a little bit of coffee, pour it in the container. Really? Then you're going to get a little bit of apple juice and a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and guess what? Conrico. Yep. A little bit of hot sauce. I got to take a picture. Get you you some Frank's Red Hot. Put it in there, stir it all up. It's going to smell delicious. Take a sip. <laughs> it's good. Okay. Hold on now, a So this is, this is the mop sauce. This is the mop sauce, where, whereas before we were like, spray it. You know, every 45 minutes, go out there, have your spray yeah. ball, spray it. Now we're going to get you a mop. Because okay. now you're going to go out there, and every now and then you're going to take this mop, and you're going to splash it on top, dab it, dab, yeah. dab, dab, yeah. to let that liquid go into there with that. Now, being a novice... You say put a little bit of Guinness in it, put a little bit of hot sauce in it, put a little bit of Conrico in it, put a little bit of coffee in it, put a little bit of, uh, there was something else. Apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. What's a, are we talking equal parts, equal spice? Is it mostly Guinness? See, yeah. here we are at Lawyer Talk. Oh, Edu- Educate. Right he doesn't want it. He's like, until it's enough is what you're thinking. Yeah. But you've done it. So if I you're had thinking. Those moments this weekend, man. Is, I got up at 3 a.m. because I was like, I want to get this thing right. 3 a.m. I'm out there. I'm watching. Scare the shit out of myself because I was watching this movie called Cargo. It's a it's a, a zombie movie. So I'm sitting there at 3 a.m. Got the barbecue ready, watching the zombie movie, looking around like it's kind of scary. I heard this movie, but I'm cooking it, and I'm just I got anxiety because there's people coming going to eat this, 
and I got anxiety. I'm just like, gosh, I got to keep the lid on. I just got to try for this the smoke. I'm half so awake. You know what I mean? And that is a difficulty I will have is giving you guys time and giving things right. But I learned you got to just do it. You got to jump in, do it, follow those simple rules. And honestly, it turned out great. And you don't have to be exact. After a while, you will trust your eyes. You will be able to see something. You'll be able to go through with it there. On the brisket, there's different cuts of it, different pieces. Depends on how big your smoker is. I've done it multiple ways, too. One really great thing to do is sometimes I'll smoke a brisket. Let it set, let it get cold, and then slice it lengthwise on there. And it'll look like strips of bacon if you leave the fat on the top because it's basically coming from the same place that bacon would come from. And then if you're not, everybody's not coming over tonight. You're not going to eat a whole 15-pound, 5-pound brisket. You slice it there, and then you get a flat top, and you put those pieces in and cook them like you would bacon. Really? And that fat will cook down. And then you'll flip the pieces, and you can make a sandwich out of it. And that will be tender. Oh, it'll be it, it. It comes out perfect. It really does. Because that method, you're keeping that. Because I noticed this with the with I let my pork shoulder rest maybe 45 minutes before I pulled it. But when I did, I kind of cringed a little bit because as I started to pull it, I saw some of that liquid go onto my cutting board, and I was like, oh man, I wanted that to kind of you know sit in there and make that get that flavor. There. Fat is a good thing. Yeah. Fat so is a good method, thing. You, if you, you don't cut into it, you're not going to lose any of that juice. Well, and isn't that the problem with the brisket? I mean, the brisket is not the prime choice cut of beef, right? I mean, this is a this is like the crap meat that they've learned to make edible by smoking it and doing all these things to it. And it's got the fat cap that you try to get inside. And and I'll do the same thing. I'll smoke it till I get a nice crisp on the outside, till I'm about 160. Then you wrap it in foil, put it in the bag. Turn your temperature down. Let it finish going there. Once again, each size is going to be different. Each one's going to have you different fat on it. You yeah. Found. So and then, and then you, you kind of. I remember one time I came over whenever you were doing a brisket, and I think I gave you the brisket. You met, you in, have, yeah. met you in a parking lot. We did. We it did. Was it, over there. It, it was up. It was up front the of Chinese the, place. Yes. Oh, out in Bexley. What was that place called? <sighs> I was over there playing cards that night. Yeah, I met him in the parking lot. Parking with a, you know, it, and, it, and it, I gave him a cooler. It was like, a, was it was that somebody's kidney over there? Right, yeah. It was like, it was like a yeah. black market, black market, yeah. black market deal. Yeah. It's a brisket. It's just a brisket. So I gave him the brisket, and then I remember I came over to your house, and I saw that you had carved off a lot of the fat. Yeah, I screwed it up. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, you didn't want to take that off. Now, at the end... A lot of times you will go order brisket and you'll hear complaints from people saying, it was just full of fat. Well, as you cut down the brisket, you're going to have different layers and there will be an inner inner lane of fat in there. Mm-hmm. And there will be some places that you go to where you're going to get that. Yeah. Now, whenever we sold it and I've sold it, I always cleared that out, which in the long run is more costly. Now, I, I would take the fat out before I served it, as I carved it. I yeah. left it on there for the cooking. That right there gives more people are happy yeah. with less fat. Well, the Franklin Barbecue, which I brought up before down in Austin, you don't, you're you not really familiar with it, but they stand in line early in the morning to come get it. If you go in there, that first thing he asks you, he's like, well, I'll take a couple pieces of brisket. And he's like, all right, do you want lean or do you want fatty? So he thinks the same thing. Like some people say they want fatty. And I've even said he'll be like, oh, I'll take the fatty. And he's like, eh. Let me let me give you half fatty and half lean because I want you to be able to mix and match with it because you just don't want to eat a bunch of fat. You know what I mean? So that's clearly the cut of meat that you have to watch out for. All right. So I'm going into the store, say Kroger, and I say, 
you're already making a face. So I go into the store. What, where do I buy the, the brisket? Place. I'm going to Carfagna's or the Butcher Mart or someplace you like know, that. You know, I'm I, I'm buying it once again at your big box stores, the right. Costco's or Sam's Club or, or like a GFS Marketplace. They will usually, if they don't have it out, you can find it. Now you've got the tip and the flap. Now if you just get a brisket flap, that will be the piece of the brisket before that internal fat is. There will be a fat cap on the top, mm-hmm. but the internal is 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 been separated yeah. into a different section. So you're just buying the front half of it. I like to get the whole piece. Uh, now give me a size. Like if we're talking, we go, we're talking anywhere. You can go from 17 pounds to four pounds. Depends on the size of 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 the of the cow. I've got received where I buy it in cases, and you'll open it up, and you'll get two of them. Because each case may weigh is, is they, 70 pounds was about an average case of brisket. And how it's divided wow. up. And, and you might open up one case, and you're like this. I've got 10 briskets. You could open up another case, and you will have four. Yeah. And so then where you get into is, is all in your timing when you're cooking them all at the same time. All right, so we You're don't have, have to some, suffer. Some are, some are going to have to come off before well, others. Some are going to have difficult. to come off there. Yeah. Because we cook, too. We went and picked up those two porks that, yeah. that you guys had smoked for Memorial Day. Whenever I saw them, we were under the timeline. They were there. They This butcher had pre-trimmed off a lot of that fat. Yeah. Okay. And I, whenever I saw those, I was like, so immediately the time that I had told you to, to smoke it and cook it was wrong. So you got to watch, yeah. You got to because I was giving you time for what was in my mind. Each piece of meat is going to be different. Gotcha. On your timing, and that's whenever you know. I, mean, I would, I'd be like, that's the only place I'm buying, dude. That's going to take Packers Outlet. That's going to take you ten hours. Store. Well, you got to go there. I got to. And then if you want to get it, you'd be like, "This, hey, do you have any you haven't trimmed? I want the fat on the top. I want the. I'm sure I could do that. I'm sure you can. Yeah, yeah. We just grabbed what was in the, the blades that they had in, in yeah. and they were calling them the blades, which they were still shoulders. Well, I guess I looked it up, and the blade is – butt comes from not butt, like thinking butt. Butt is the butt of the shoulder, right? And then the Correct. blade is – so we got those comments from your brother. Your brother, I think he commented on Facebook and said, I thought you guys were doing a Boston butt. Yeah, well, he well, you know what he does? He throws out the comments on Facebook, little quotes of what the stuff he's listened to us oh, say yeah, on, yeah. on the podcast. That's pod. awesome. So he'll, he'll like drop. He was doing it yesterday too. He's like, uh, he was listening to the thing about short legs, and he's like, thirty inch inseam, and then some other comment. But but I do have to say the meat turned out awesome. Meat Packers Outlet, downtown Columbus. It's a great store. Go check it out. Did you, did you do those those cracklings? No, those will be done. Uh, I'm doing the catering event on uh, oh, sun, the Sunday coming okay. up, where I smoked off eighty pounds of wings. Now, I've got those smoked off, put them in the fridge, chilled them out. I mean, they're fully cooked, smoked, but I like, to, I like them smoked and then crispy on the outside. So when yeah. I take them there, I'm going to have a deep fryer set up. I'm using an old turkey fryer, peanut oil. Now, if you've got peanut allergies, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. But peanut oil makes a huge difference when you're deep frying. It's like if you're sitting down, you've got a nice draft beer. Someone's like, hey, would you like some peanuts with that? Hey, would you like some soybeans with that? You're probably going to grab the peanuts because they taste better than soybeans. Yeah, they do. So that's when. That's a good point. So if you think General about yeah. it, you're, you're yeah. cooking. You're cooking in soybean oil. Well, you're getting the flavors from the soybean. If you're cooking in peanut oil, you're going to add that. And the young man that I'm cooking for was six years old when he asked me if I would do his graduation party. On the day of his graduation party, he will be turning 18 years old. 
he's got a scholarship to play baseball at the University of Toledo. Oh, that's awesome. So he's going to play baseball. He's going to Toledo, and, and uh, he's got the whole Toledo, base. The, no, Mud Hen's the, the, the Mud Hen's the minor triple, team. Yeah, yeah. triple A team. Yeah. Toledo Blade is the paper. So he's going to – he wanted the white barbecue sauce. And we've been talking oh, about God. this. He brought times. some in? Oh, so I already dipped my finger. I was like, man, it's been a while. So I went to my books, and I lucked out. And I found where I – I was like, well, I know in that Southern Living recipe. I've got, I've got a recipe I liked in there. And I opened it up, and then I found my notes. And I wrote them years ago, and they were in the book. I, re, I, I did it, and I rewrote them. Actually, I wrote some new ones to give you. And uh, the sauce turned out excellent. It was great. It, it's, 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 I saw it. In the fridge, I, brought, yeah. I brought some in. We just need some shredded chicken poured over top of it. Yeah. And I found in there where that Southern Living recipe was a base, but then I saw in my notes what I had added, what I had switched. You know, because like in yeah. there, I'll give you one quick tip it says, you know, a quarter cup of water. Well, I switched the quarter cup of water with a quarter cup of lemonade. Really? Uh, There's yeah. lemonade in that. There's lemonade in there. Wow. And What made and, you do the, the sweetness from the lemonade? You well, like? other recipes that I had found had lemon, like fresh squeezed lemons, because yeah. there's multiple different recipes you can find. And you start looking through there, and I was like, oh, I like the zest of a lemon. But then at one point in time, I'd made a note, because I was at the barbecue, I didn't have any lemons, but I had lemonade. And instead of water, I'm going to use the lemonade. There's a quote here. And, and there's sugar right. in there. Life and your lemons. Make lemonade, right. <laughs> Squeeze them all When you don't face. have any lemons, use lemonade. Yeah. yeah. Right, there that, we go. That's your answer. That's crazy. And, and uh, so I made it, and it tastes, it tastes really good. All right. I, I made a sauce. To... I got to say, that was what people raved about. Your sauce? You made your was own the white sauce? sauce? No, not the no, white one. The barbecue sauce. The regular barbecue sauce. I made, I just went crazy. So I used a recipe like you told me. So it was like half apple cider vinegar, half ketchup, um, I think like another cup or so of mustard, and then a bunch of just normal barbecue spices, which was fine. But then I just got in my cupboard. Conrico went in there. I put a couple tablespoons of just A1 sauce. I just went crazy. I was just putting stuff in. And they went crazy for it. It was a tangy, sweet, you know, a little spicy, put a little cayenne in it. Here's the problem, Jared. I didn't write any of that down. So I had my little squeeze bottles. I went to a restaurant store just because I'm freaking going crazy with this stuff. So I bought little squeeze bottles for my sauce. I had a white sauce and a regular sauce. And they're all like, man, this is great sauce, da 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 And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I remember what I put in it, but it was one of these, I'm just boiling on the stove. You know what I mean? And like you come around and you in, get back you know and if I mean? you'll remember it. Maybe next yeah. time you make another one, it's going to be great too. It yeah. might be a little bit different than that one, but each each batch is different so, yeah. when it's custom made like that. Yeah. That's a one-off sauce. Yeah. You know, it was a one-time sale. I should have brought it one in for you to taste it see what you think. I'd, I'd like I, to taste I'll, it. I'll bring it in because it's good for about two weeks. Here's a good for a change if anybody wants to use it. Like in baked beans, a lot of times people put molasses in it, which I put molasses in a lot of my baked beans. I had a liquid malt. Like yeah, for yeah. old school, like, you know, uh, uh, instead of a, a malt shake, instead of a, you know, a milkshake. Chocolate shake. liquid malt. Well, no, malt. Yeah, the malt. Old malt, so malt like you know, a, you would go yeah, get a malt. I've had that. Right. You, yeah. yeah. Like a lot, a lot of places, if you go to an ice cream store and you get a malt, you'll see them scoop into a big scoop of powder. Yeah. And dump it in there, which yeah. I like a malt and the powder. It, it yeah. works. Now, finding liquid malt isn't always the, the easiest. But it's, it's, it looks just like molasses, good, thick tar that goes through. And when you put that in the beans or into a barbecue sauce, it adds a whole other note of flavor. Really? Okay. So the funny thing about it is I made coleslaw from scratch. 
I like a vinegary coleslaw. We talked about this, but I added a little bit of mayo to it because I needed a little bit of creaminess. So I made that <laughs> from scratch. I made my, my pork shoulders that I worked so hard on. Made two different sauces. I bought some other just jarred barbecue sauces because I didn't know if anybody would like my sauce, but they ended up just eating mine. And then I had baked beans, and I was going to put the baked beans underneath the pork shoulder. So the yeah, you told me you were going to do that, yeah. I didn't do it because I was so stressed out about the pork shoulder. So I just put them in the oven when I was getting it on low and just warmed them up that way. So my neighbor takes one bite of these pork, these baked beans. He's like, dude, these baked beans are on point. And I'm like, dude, that's the only thing out of the can here, man. We all started laughing. Yeah, that's, a, that's the Bush's baked beans. <laughs> I didn't add anything to them, just Bush's southern-style pit baked beans. Uh, so, yeah, that's what happened. Well, that's what you got to do. When you cook your brisket, you need to save the burn ends because you're going to have tips. Everybody talks about the burn ends, the crisp, the burn ends. Yeah. Chop that up, put that into your beans. That makes sense. Oh, or bacon. Yeah. I like bacon in the beans. I that's what the other thing I was gonna just put bacon just some bacon just lay raw it. strips over the top, right? And just you can you can do it that way. I prefer to cook it up and, and then crisp, add it. And then add it okay. to it. Well you even before you bake it, but I'll I'll add it cooked. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna get up or I'm gonna I'm gonna buy my I'm gonna go to Sam's Club or one of these places, I'm gonna buy a big brisket. And it's gonna be both the you call it the flap and the this well, big the part. Scares there's, there's like the little thin part. That's the flap. That that's front the half part. Yeah. That's, and that's then the flap. And that's what a lot of people think that's all the brisket is. They see a little flap, and that's what they're going to – but then there's this whole other part that you see. So I'm going to get one of those. And I'm thinking it's got to fit on my Weber. Yes. That's – you're going to have you, – you'll be probably better off getting the flap for your Weber. I want both. Well, you can't. Well, you can you can have both. I've done both on my Weber before. I yes. won't do two. I won't do two pork shoulders again. Well, this is the same. It's all connected, right? It's just one. Yeah, that'd be just one piece. That's one piece. Oh, okay. It would just be a larger piece. It okay. would just be one, but it would be about the size of two of those pork shoulders. Like I ended up cooking just on one side. I you I saw I had both boxes on each side. Yeah, I got the little boxes with the flip. I only used one box yeah. on one side, and then I I rotated the when I sprayed the meat. I rotated the meat. And I kept turning it. You know, that's a good move. Yeah, so it all it's sort of cooked evenly. Yeah, but, you're developing your own little secrets. Yeah, I'm trying. The other thing I did, and Jared, we talked about this, and you thought you agreed. I don't like, and I've made this mistake before over the over charcoaly taste. So this is what I did. Every hour when I would go to spray it, or 45 minutes when I would go to spray it, I would wait 30 minutes or so before I was going to do it, and I'd start one of those in my chimney. I'd start one of those little blocks. Have you seen these little white blocks that you can do that'll kick a kick your charcoal off? And I'd start my chimney with like ten coals, fifteen coals. And then what I would do when it came time to spray, those were gray. I added those in. That's the that's the proper move. And then that's I the did, right way to do it. And then I did the because wood. you're going to get a better flavor because if you put right. the raw coals in there, that's what I was you've got about. you've got yeah. that flavors that's going to come off doing the yeah. chimney, adding the coals. Yeah, uh, a lot of you know big smokehouses will have pits just with their Dedicated wood burning holes you know i mean maybe it's not charcoal but maybe it's wood then they will take shovels dig yeah. out the coal that's hot going to to to, to add to your yeah. heat the only to, problem the other problem i had was it, my wood would always catch fire you told me not to do that now when we were cleaning out the the 511 studios here there was those filing cabinets that i got from you steve yeah and i'm right now using a pellet grill smoker it's like the Traeger. It's not the Traeger. It's 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 a knockoff Menards. You know, it's I think it's called a Smoke Boss. Same thing. It's it's pellets that go in through an auger. That that's how you run. That's it, that it's, side box. It's a better grill than it is a smoker, and wow. it does it does ribs really well. I've done a brisket in there, and it was it was good. 
and I've and I've done pork shoulders in there. I want a different smoker, and I'm looking at this this industrial strength filing cabinet. Ah, and, okay. and, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving you two. Maybe you should make two and yes. give me one back. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I've 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 seen it done before. I've got an uncle that took an old refrigerator, turned it into a smoker. Uh, you just need a box, and okay. then we could have a fire pit. So to get the bottom drawer, right? That would be our fire pit. We could even get a propane tank to hold up there, a small burner with uh, where we put our wood chips in or put our wood to smoke on there. And then you take the filing cabinet. And what we'll do is we'll drill holes all the way through each bottom of the filing cabinet. So on there, we can open one up. We can put a rack in. Or we can even, like, do holding racks that will be vertical where you, like, lay sausages and things over that. See, and then you would go your Dude, your bottom yeah. you drawer. Gave away a fucking smoke. Your your bottom drawer <laughs> will be will be a, a, a hotter base than your top. Yeah. So you, on the top is where you'd put your chicken. You know, in the middle maybe you put your you put your beef, and on the bottom there you put in your pork shoulders. Yeah. See, and then you can just go to that filing cabinet. You can have it labeled there: pork, chicken, cheese on the top. Which you could do a cold smoke with that. You know, with that filing what cabinet. What the heck right? is that? What's cold smoke? Like sausage. Yeah. Yeah. It's for like a cheese. Cheese, so let's sausage. say I got you a cast iron skillet and you put in cheddar cheese, put a bunch of blocks of cheddar cheese in there, and then you're going to smoke it at a very, very low, low temperature. And the smoke, you ever had smoked cheese? Yeah, I guess how do you I've think seen they it make the it? Store. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you think they make it at a 250 degree smoker? Well, I thought maybe did, they did, smoked did, some sort of. Maybe it just came out smoked. Yeah, they had just added liquid smoke. Like well, I'm Burger sure King there are, are, like are a number of, of smoked cheeses that you get where they added liquid smoke. But good smoked cheese, like a Gouda. You know, you'll have the color, and sometimes on cheese that you buy, you'll see like a you'll grit. See a smoke, you'll yeah. see a, you'll see a grit. Yeah. Well, they had to set onto a rack. All right, that's cool. And let's say you were making jerky, then you could put bars on that on 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 the one of the drawers going across. I love me some jerky. Long, yeah. long, and then you just just hang the hang the strips of deer, beef, whatever at the top there, and then you'd be able to smoke it right there in that cabinet. Because if you ever think about it, you go to the store, go go to any box store, and go look at their smokers. You will see these square boxes, have a door on the front that you'll open up. With racks and, inside. And yeah. with racks inside, and you'll have a little area where you'll put your smoke box, where you'll put your chips in there. Maybe it'll have an electric heating element that runs underneath it. And then you add your smoke. And, and so just look at a design of something that is $500, and then go to their website and order replacement parts. There you go. For yeah. the burner. And get all the so, stuff. So, right? get, yeah. so get, get the internals, get the burner there. And then I'm, 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 we should probably do that. We could we make should. videos of this. We should That's build it. a filing cabinet. We could it, do it, it right that here would, that would, at yes. 511 Productions LLC. We could do it right here. Let's do it. This is, I mean, well, that's a project that could happen we, right we, we got to stick with the brisket here. So all right, so back to the brisket. I'm going to buy this brisket. Yeah, because that's the next plan. Is there a rub back. or something I put on it? Yeah. All right, the My, same I, the same rub. Same rub. So pork brisket, same thing. I got some left. And I'm going to get the coals going the same kind of way, right? So same 250-ish, way. 200, 250. 225, I thought. 225. You're going to vary. It goes up and down if it you're does adding go up heat. And, down, but. and I'm going to start this, and I'm, going to, I'm just going to go through, and I'm going to have it rubbed, and I'm going to mop it every time with the coals instead of spritz it with, the, with the apple yes. juice. Yep. All right. Here's the question. You don't want to answer this question. I can already tell by looking at you. You don't want to answer this question. How long? What temperature inside? 160. So 160. 160 again, okay. 160 again. And that okay. could be five hours, it could be two hours, it could be 10 hours. That's what Correct. I ran into. I started at 3 a.m. and I was sweating. I was texting you. 
It's like, dude, it's freaking noon, and I'm at like 155. You know what I mean? I, you did, and then at one point in time, I kept like, I'd go over my phone because I was smoking ribs. I think I sent you pictures yeah, of the ribs those, that I did. Gosh. Yeah. I and, said, and, I was like, and I'm going to be honest with you right now. I've got, I've got, I've got a rack that was supposed to come with the barbecue sauce that are still in the fridge at home. That's that was supposed to be our lunch. Oh. It was going to be white. Yeah, you but, brought lunch since but we started. Now, this now, week. Now, represent now, him. We got lunch all over. That, that's why it's like I just brought sauce. What's 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 my problem? Dude, the sauce is good enough though. So whenever you you send me that, I'm thinking about your timing. That's whenever I was like, go ahead and bag Kick it, it yeah. and and put it at two twenty five. Keep thirty keep, minutes later. It was keep, keep rolling the two twenty five. Yeah. Now the problem with that is is that if you would have been able to take it out at one sixty and then continue on at like one hundred seventy degrees. That slow, more fall apart. It would have been more. I did have to pull a little. Yes, it would. It would yeah. more fall apart, and it would also have more moisture. Okay, that's funny because the one I did two, and my boys had to. They were leaving at a certain time, so I had to. I had to pull one off early, out or out of the oven. I had it in the bag, buck seventy in the oven, and I went out and washed and waxed my car, truck, and just cleaned everything up. And the boys were like, "When are we eating, Dad? What are we doing? When are we going to have this?" And uh, I eventually was like, "All right, screw it. I'll pull one out." I was like, man, you know, the bone came out, but it wasn't like it should. I was just like, damn, did I get it too hot or I do this or that? I left the other one in. Just I was like, I'm not going to touch the other one. I'm just going to leave it in there. I pulled that one out like four hours later, two hours, three hours later, after we already ate. I think it was choice. That yeah. was the one. Perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. the one. So it just That's hadn't been in there. my wife we should have done. It's like you almost have to smoke the night before. Yes. And sleep, like you said, at 170. You're not going to ruin it. I mean, if you cook it for 20 hours, you might. But no, for the catering event that I'm doing this upcoming weekend, I'm doing the chicken wings, which I already went and I smoked those all off. Got them set aside in the cooler. They'll be deep fried. So that, you know, first they're smoked, then they're fried. Oh, I love it. And, That's what and, used to and, do. And, so and, and then you can toss them in any sauce. You can eat them naked without the sauce. You can dip it in the white barbecue. But not everybody might want chicken wings. The baseball players, they're going to eat the wings. I know this. Yeah. Now, so I'm going to do pork for them. Which means Saturday evening, I'm going to start smoking it because I want to take it because they're going to eat at noon. So I'm going to start late at night and I'm going to smoke it. Then I'm going to put it in the oven at 170. So what time do you think ideally, if you're eating at noon, you'd like to put in the oven at 170 once you've hit 160 degree internal temp? I wanted because I've got a travel time, so I have to leave my house at 10 to get to those those bags. So I really want it done by 10. So what I want to do is I want to have it into the oven at by like eleven o'clock at night. So so here's sitting at one seventy for like ten hours. Here's what I need to know: Can I? Can you have it too long in the oven? Yes. The problem with that is like if you could turn it down to one fifty. Majority of holding times one fifty one sixty is is one fifty is where most boxes or holding units are set to hold it. So you can hold it longer there at that one fifty. Gotcha. Uh, I think that'd be hard to screw up. Like, I mean, I, it really is. It, and that, with it in the bag, the night, whenever people are ready, I just think it would be hard. So I get know, done. That bag held so much moisture. It, it, well, I could see what you're saying about making a gravy out of that. And then you can, that's primo. Stuff you've right got there. travel time. So if I want to eat around noon or one, if I, I say I'm going to do this brisket this weekend, which I'm not, but say I were, I start smoking this thing about six, seven o'clock. At brisket, night. you're going to need a lot less time than pork. Oh, less time. Okay, a lot, so a lot less time. All right, well, what if I start smoking at, say, at, I like to go to bed early, too. That's the other problem. So I, I start smoking at 7 o'clock p.m., and I go to bed at 10. 
and it i mean in three three four hours or six three four hours i got it in the oven at a buck 70 and i want to eat at noon the next day I think can you're i fine. can i just wake up and turn it off how how low off? can your oven go yes 170 yes. i checked my oven. Uh, yeah, it's 170 that's like i that. tried to go lower my and my oven's expensive damn it yeah no that's that's kind of the thing most home ovens will not go lower than 170 and next time i buy a house next time i buy an oven next time i do something I want one that goes lower. Industrial. Yeah. It's like, you're going to have to go buy an industrial. But this one goes to 11. I well, want mine to go to 150. Doing. Here's what I thought about doing is I got a temperature gauge in my oven. So I thought about putting my temperature gauge in my oven. And my wife would hate this because it's just it's heating up the house. But cracking the oven door, turning or just it up. turn to, it off and turn it back on. Off well, and on. you can. But what I was saying is like I think I could find a temperature, like 225, say. That when I had the oven door cracked, the internal temperature of the oven was 150. It's a thermostat. It's going to keep rolling. It'll, it'll yeah. It'll you are going to heat up your house. You're, it's, well, I know. You're, so, why, don't you just, why don't you turn the air and open up your door, too? The pork's more important than my house. But, yeah. Turn the air conditioning and open up your doors. But on, on, on the beef. <laughs> you get the same effect. Yeah. On the beef, I did one for Thanksgiving. And uh, we were going to be, you know, it was Thanksgiving. I was at my mom and dad's. I had travel time there. I got up at 4 a.m. For you to do it at a noon with the brisket, don't do it before you go to bed. Do it before. Do it in the morning. All right, so I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. You're going to get up at 4 a.m. I'm going to smoke it at 220, yep. three or four hours until it's at whatever, 160. 160. Bag it, oven, oven it, 170 until noon, 1 o'clock, I'm good to go. Yes. Now, if I decide to do it the other way, can I just wake up at, put it in at midnight, wake up at 3 a.m., just turn the oven off? Or, yeah, I mean, or if you did it the other way where you cooked it the night before, once again, now you, then, then you're going to get to the point where you you might need to reheat it what if or I, you might need to, to cook it. What if I wait? Can I do this? Can I smoke it, stick it in the oven, not turn the oven on, or set the oven to come on at 4 in the morning? Oh, you have that feature? I probably do. It's got all these other buttons. <laughs> or I'll, it'll be me. I'll, I'll set my alarm to yeah, go hit, get up hit play hit at hit 4 play. in the morning, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So is the, is that lag time where I mean it might take longer than after that because it's cooled off, but is that going to screw it up? Does the heat have to be continuous? I would roll continuous. Right. You're yeah. going to want it. You know, I didn't because my other neighbors that weren't there, they didn't have a chance to eat it. We ate it the next night because I had it in, in the pan. And you know what I did? I just hit it with uh, – this is after I pulled it. Yeah. But I just hit it with a little uh, beef stock. Yes. Yeah, that's is a, that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Apple juice. Apple juice, beef uh, stock. Water. Yeah. You can put a little, little shot of water in the there. oven real low again. It came right out like yep. it was normal. All right. So I'm going to wake up me, though, 3 I, in the morning. I brisket, I feel like it's black. Like it's black. Well, it's my been, pork shoulder was black. Mine wasn't black. Yeah. Well, it was pretty black, but it wasn't as black as what. All right. Here we go. We got a picture. That's the brisket I did. See, my pork shoulder looked like that, kind of reddish. And this is the whole. This is the, Yeah. So here's the flap right over here on the left. And that's the rest. All right. This looks like what I've done. I'm going to do that. Buck sixty. So I wake up at three thirty in the morning, get the coals going. See, this thing's smoking by four. See this bad boy. Oh. And three or four it's hours later, it's in the oven at one seventy, and then I'm good to go. If you want to go ahead and you've got a little bit of that mop sauce left, now not a lot, but maybe like a quarter cup to a half a cup, go ahead and throw that in the bag with it. In the bag. Now I pierce the top still of the bag. You're still going to pierce it so it collapses down, so it's not blowing up. There's not too much air. The less air in there, the, the better up you're going to be. But not enough where that stuff will leak out. Yeah, right. All right. And just you'll have it in another pan. You know, you can wrap that pan with the foil on the top there. Yeah. And the white barbecue sauce is also great because there's horseradish in the white barbecue sauce. Mm. It's also great on beef. 
And like this piece here, like I said, I did, that for, did it for Thanksgiving. So I got up at 3 in the morning, and it was probably about 7 o'clock in the morning is when I threw it in the oven. And then I think we left to go to Mom and Dad's. is probably about 11. And I just took it out of there. And then I've got a nice uh, a, a, a pan with a bag that zips over top of it, kind of heats, holds the heat in like a, like a pizza bag. Mm-hmm. And then I just let it go in there and set in there and let it set, call it out. All right, and I always cut against the grain. There's an mm-hmm. art to cutting. I was going to get that. It's like you've come over and carved one of these up for me before, probably the one we are talking about. It's not what I would have done. You're just like, huh, that's how you do it, huh? You sort of scrape the fat off. So I've gone confused. in there where I'll, I'll, I'll stick my the, – the, there will be a bottom piece, and you start wiggling your fingers underneath this top piece because there will be grains that go opposite directions. Oh, and then I would take okay. that piece off, and I would literally pull it like pork to where I'd part, start pulling the strains out of that big – there's a big block of fat – but there's pieces of meat that you can literally just pull out in pieces. Yeah, that's a good Until and then you just got that piece of fat, you throw that away. Now you got all these little pieces. I would line them up, and then you got to chop that. Check the grain in there. And then you've got that bottom piece of flap. Now imagine meat. 10 of my drunken idiot buddies standing around my kitchen island while he's doing this and pulling these little pieces. I mean, it was like piranhas. Yes. <laughs> People just grabbing this stuff and challenge and the fast ones, you can Now, off. like I say, if you just carved it, you would look at it and you would see, because you cut it against the grain, you'd see little dots of meat that are just surrounded by a big thing of fat. And you're like, ew, I don't want that. But if before you cut it, if you pull those strings out yeah. and they were just encased with that fat that gave them moisture and flavor. Once you pull all those strains out and those pieces out. So you're saying you're actually strips of fat just, you can pull out. No, no, no. Strips of meat you pull out of the fat pack. We've got to get this video going. All right. Yeah. So here's we what need, we're doing. we need to get the video two set weeks, up. Pork two pork, weeks. We're cooking. We're going to do this. We'll do. We'll we'll, we'll do, do it, it on my patio. Um, and we'll just video. We'll just document it. We're going to do a brisket. We'll do a brisket. Well, actually, we will do briskets. And here's how we'll do it. We'll use multiple smoking apparatuses. All right. We'll do a Weber. We'll use a Weber. Yeah. We'll use the pit. And who knows? We may use a filing cabinet. <laughs> I like it. It's a good ending place right there. That is, that is a perfect ending place. So stay tuned for part two of the brisket on Lawyer Talk. Where we will have the real meat. The real we, we When we do, well, let's do another brisket episode where we can give out our, our recipes and explanations, and we will time what we do. So when you get to watch and listen, you will also be able to read and see our notes. Yeah. I love it. We you know may what? have to have some judges come in. We'll have some judges. Yeah, not like, not like we're competing against each other. It will be apparatuses competing I got, I got against themselves. people that I think would volunteer. Well, we just judge ourselves. We're going to bring, if, if we all did our own brisket, I will bring in your brother, Scott, to test. Yeah. But I will, I will sweeten the load. When nobody's looking, I will give some chicken cheddar bacon ranch macaroni salad. Yeah. <laughs> And he will sit in a corner and eat that. Eat and I'll say, you vote for me. You get you more. Know, and you, you get put, some you more. You put Con Rico in that? I, get, I put Con Rico in everything. Yeah. I put Con Rico in, in Apple Crisp. My neighbors were laughing because we were talking about it. And I was talking about the white sauce I was trying to make. And uh, he's, I said, Jared told me, he's like, you see the salt right there? Salt written? X that out right there. That's your Con Rico. Con Rico is your salt now. <laughs> It's like that's all you need. I I did all the cooking at home with me and Shorty for the longest for years and years. Now my schedule has kind of changed. I'm running around. She has a little bit more time, so she's been doing a lot of cooking and she's been doing a great job. 
And she gave me it. She's like, what did you think of that sauce that I made there? And I was like, that was really good. That was excellent. She's like, I figured it out. Whenever I'm cooking anything, if I just throw a lot of Conrico in it, you love it. <laughs> so she's making spaghetti, spaghetti sauce, Conrico. Conrico. You know, whatever it is. A salad, Conrico. Everything's Conrico. Well, you know what's coming up. Like the next big summer, – summer for me as a lawyer is sort of packed with these events that create work for us. Mm. The next one's Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. That's coming. Yeah, we're a month away. I'm doing it for sure. Fourth of July. I'm doing another shorter, I think, because I always have a big Fourth of July party. You're brisket. both invited. Brisket. You're doing brisket. Brisket. Fourth of July brisket. Now we don't have to do it on the fourth, but leading up to that, because I think that will be a good thing for all of our loyal fans. To I have, have a bourbon. You've had it. The bourbon Dijon beef tenderloin. Oh, I've had that. That is phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's a whole other episode. Boy, that's that was a, good, though. That was good. Um, well, you had that. I brisket think. scares me. I want to do it. My wife loves brisket. My mother-in-law it's, loves, it's loves brisket. It's the Villalobos of smoking. But I feel like it's I feel like it's it's up up on a pedestal for me right now. I'm putting it on a pedestal. Like it's too hard for me. Here's the thing about it, though, because I've done many of these as a complete just making it up as I go, like what you've done. I've oh, met, I learned a lot from just that one time. I have never had anybody complain. Even if it sucks, right. they're Even all going to eat and say, dude, this is awesome, yeah, man. Because yeah, yeah, they know right. that you've been sitting there sweaty. you got charcoal dust all over you. and you're, yeah. you, you know, They know. Yeah. Or you get them drunk long enough. So they, the brisket, it, was, it always was for me. It's like, when are we eating? Yeah, it's not done yet. When are we eating? Have another beer. It's not done yet. We're gonna eating. Not By the time they all eat, they're wasted. I, I had experience at this when my wife was sitting out there and she's like, yeah, Diane, I was like, I just got to give me a little bit longer. It's like, cause I, I, I panicked about an hour before we served Jared, because I, I reached in there and you're talking about the bone and you're like, you can't wiggle that bone out and just cook it longer. And I did a wiggle and I walked out with Morgan. I was like, I'm not going to lie. That bone didn't wiggle that much. I'll take it up to maybe 250 or for another hour and we'll see where it's at. And it turned out great. In the end, it turned out great. Uh-huh. But I could see the method of 170-ish for like 10 hours after you hit 160 would just come out primo. Yeah. That's how I'm doing it this weekend. I'll yeah. be smoking in the evening. Then I'll be popping it in the oven. So then I'll take it up to the, to the event. And, and then I'll pull it there. And it sets in those bags. So let's say you did two. You didn't need two of them. You pulled one pork. Now, it's full of that liquid. Now, half that liquid is liquid. The other half is fat. So then what you do, it's in that bag. You want to do food, food safety, safety first here, my friends. Then you get your big ice bath, ice and water. Oh. Then you take that whole bag. Now, your holes are at the top. You got to snip them right, and then you submerge it so it rapidly cools it, properly cools it. Then whenever you pull that bag out and it's cool, you'll just see fat. That is because, you know, when, the fat, when, it's, when it's hot, it'll be wrapped all the way around it. Now, you put that in your fridge because in two days is the real event, right? Now, you go over to that real event wherever you're at, and you wrap that in foil, and you put it in their oven at like 240 degrees. Now, it's going to take probably about, oh, two hours a pound uh-huh. to, to reheat it. And that way you just reheat it there. You can figure that math out. It's like the same like if you get a honey-baked ham. You know, it comes wrapped in that foil. And they say, put your oven at 250 degrees, and then they even got a, they got a little chart right there on the honey-baked ham. Uh-huh. This much time for this much weight. Then you'd be able to open that, that up, and you'd see the bag and have the liquid. That wouldn't be a fat, but it had been encased in the fat that had melted down around it. Could you do that with a pork shoulder? And yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I'm talking, talking about, okay. talking about the pork shoulder. Then you'd be able to open it, take the liquid off, and then you'd pull that pork shoulder out, and you'd pull it, and people would not know that it's reheated. 
See, I thought I almost called you because I had that one that I didn't eat. And I was like, man, should I just pull it? I was like, I'm just going to do it because I didn't want the mess in my fridge. I didn't feel like messing with it. But I ended up pulling it, and it stayed fine. I'm still eating it. I, I, I used to do it uh, for my father-in-law. He would uh, be, be out at the lake, big fisherman, campsite, and he would. I would I'd have given him whole pork shoulders in the bag like that. And then what he's done is he fires up his smoker, gets it running there like the 250 is wrapped in the foil. He puts it in there. They go fishing. Comes back from fishing. Boom, done, pork, there it is. So it only took, now it was, it was cooked before. Yeah. But that's the best that's way to reheat way you it. you should do it if you're going to have a party. That way, yeah, you know what I mean, pull, pull them to order. Pull pieces out. Don't pull the whole thing apart because then you've got all this pulled meat. If you want to reheat it, you have to add some sauce or pour the liquid in and do the pan there. Mm-hmm. But now you've got this whole strip. If you want to throw it in your freezer, freeze it. Pull it out, thaw it, and then see, pop froze, it in the Because see, then you'll, you'll, you'll have, it will all be intact. Yeah. And then when you pull it apart, because once you pull it apart, like you say, you saw that liquid run out. Yeah. So keep it intact until you need to eat it. Okay. Well, all right. I think we got the plan. We're going to get everybody prepped maybe for a 4th of July brisket. Now, we can do ours before that and, and, do our, and, and then release it so people have time to figure out what they're going to do over the 4th. But uh, I'm going to load up some pictures from our cooking, too. We're going to do, we're going to do the brisket as advertised it's coming out part one listen part two you get to see awesome it's gonna be good so listen and then see all right file that away file that away in the smoking cabinet all right that's lawyer talk talking about brisket off the record but on the air until now